And on this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid, guys, China, as President Trump used to say, is eating our lunch. We are going to break that down and more in this tuned up Tuesday edition of Mike Crispy Unafraid. We're going to talk about how the media covers up for it and provide key midterm race updates. It is turning to the clown world as it comes to the Democrats' campaign strategy down the stretch. Guys, I want to welcome everybody into this episode here. Great show by Jeremy. Great show by Loud Majority. Great show by Antonio. Make sure you rumble this video. Guys, we killed it yesterday. We had a record-setting day on My Crispy Unafraid, the hottest show on Rumble. We are just getting started. We have a huge show for you. We are so appreciative of the growth. All thanks to our incredible audience. Let's go. And hello, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live on this Tuesday, October 25th with producer Frankie in studio. Frankie, how we doing, sir? Happy to be here, as always. All right. Frankie repping the NYPD. I like that, Frankie. Yes, the NYPD are not having a good run of it right now. Uh, yeah, they have to deal with wacko crackheads. Yeah. And you see the guy pushing the guy in front of the subway trucks of the day how, in New how York? disgusting. And I thought, like, maybe it was, like, a vendetta or something like that. But... He, apparently he didn't know the guy. It was just a random attack, and now the guy is in serious pain, almost died, um, and he's, random people are getting pushed in front of the subway track. Disgusting. You know, I, I've lived and worked in New York City uh, most of my adult life, and I always made a joke how I stand away from the platform because I don't want to get pushed on the tracks by a crackhead, and now that is literally happening. But just like the crackheads pushing innocent people onto the tracks, I like this correlation here, Joe Biden... And the radical left is pushing America onto the proverbial subway tracks because China right now owns us and they are pushing us towards communism. And you know what? Sometimes, Frankie, Joe Biden feels a little bad for it, I guess. And he subliminally, in the course of a rally, randomly will apologize for it. Roll the clip. Oh, may God protect our troops. Thank you. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's sorry, guys. He's sorry. First of all, it's incredible. Thank you. I'm sorry. Why does that happen? Why does that happen? In the history of presidential rallies, Frankie, has anybody ever said, thank you? I'm sorry. <laughs> he just really wants- What did wants, you do? You want to tell us? What he's really doing is, deep in his mind, he's a very conflicted guy. Because one, he was never really a, a, a guy uh, of his morals to begin with. Two, now his brain is decrepit. Three, I think he knows what he's doing deep down. Because again, Joe Biden, even in his peak form, right, he was a sleazy guy, but he never was a guy who supported the transgender stuff. He was a guy who wanted to crack down on crime, right? That was Joe Biden when he had a brain. So I think he's actually subliminally apologizing because he knows that he's a vegetable. And he like sometimes is like, wow. I, you know, I can't believe that I'm doing this, but this is what I do for the money. This is what I do to keep my family from being outed, for me being a pedophile, for yeah. molesting my daughter. Yeah, yeah. We saw the diary, Joe. We saw the diary. And Tom Fitton of Judicial Watch saw Hunter Biden's travelogues. Maybe, maybe Joe Biden is apologizing because his good son Hunter went to China five times and is making millions and millions of dollars for the family while we suffer the consequences. Roll this proof here from Judicial Watch. Previously, that Hunter Biden had been on, uh, he had visited, uh, I think, 29 countries uh -oh. with Secret Service protection. He had five trips, or there were 29 trips, foreign trips, uh, five trips of which were to China. Uh -huh. 
One trip was to Ch uh, to Russia. Oh, to Russia. And that was before he started keeping Secret Service protection. Oh, we oh, amazing. So did you hear that right there, Frankie, from our friends that you just watched? Hunter Biden went on five trips to China and one trip to Russia before he had Secret Service protection. What has been outed by the Hunter Biden laptop? Oh, Hunter Biden made over $3 million with the mayor of Moscow's wife and is still to this day invested in Chinese hedge funds to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars. And he's taking all these trips around the world. Yeah, because normal people totally take five trips to China. I would challenge anybody who watches this show in this network. I, if there's one person who's taken more than two trips to China, I'd be pretty amazed. Because most people don't just wake up in the morning and say, I just want to go to the communist CCP-run China for my family vacation this spring. No, they don't They do not do that, right? It's not a thing. You don't go there to enjoy and relax and sit in the sun and bask in the communism. Nobody does that, okay? It's just not a thing. Because it's really not a thing to go to China because even when you go to China, even when you go to China, you could be the former prime minister of China, okay? And you still are not even safe. Frankie, roll this footage here. This is the prime minister of China, the guy before Xi Jinping. This is during the conference, okay? This is during the uh, CCP conference that uh, Xi Jinping had. Every five years they have it in China. This was the former president. Uh, roll this footage here, Frankie, while we're doing it. And you see him being escorted out of the premises. Look at him. He doesn't want to get up. He doesn't want to get out of his seat, but he's being lifted. His name is Hu Jintao, okay? Hu Jintao was the president of China before Xi Jinping, and he was sitting uh, next to him at the conference. And you could see here against his will in front of everybody being let out. Look at him tapping on the shoulder, Xi Jinping begging for mercy. Look at that. He's trying to have a war with him. And look at Xi Jinping. He's staring like he doesn't even understand what's going on. The craziest thing about that, Frankie, is that everything in the CCP is so choreographed that it's like that wasn't an accident. That didn't just happen by accident. Okay, That gives you goosebumps. And, and Xi Jinping just staring ahead. Okay, when nothing, like when that guy took the stage, everyone got up and clapped like seals like it was North Korea. Okay, so nothing happens out of order in that conference. So that was totally staged, totally choreographed, and assigned by Xi Jinping that he is the leader for life. And then anybody before him, like that guy, Hu Jintao, who doesn't even seem to be like an enemy of China, but just the fact that he had any power and had any following, that he must be escorted out. And Frankie, do you think he's going on a nice Chinese vacation? You think him and Hunter Biden are going to go to the same beach club I'm and gonna bask go with, in the not, sun? I'm going to say he doesn't exist anymore. I'm going to say that, yes. I'm going to say that he got suicided, okay? 100% by producer Frankie. So that's the reality of China. Not by that, me. I didn't do it. That is, no, that is the CCP in a nutshell. That is where we are at today. And that's the country that is pulling the strings. That's where Hunter Biden's going on five trips yeah totally on the up and up nothing to see here as the mainstream media will leave you would lead you to believe and we all have more of that on that more of that more on that in a second but guys china right now what are they doing what else were they doing at that conference right how were the goals that they expressed at that conference directly and diametrically opposed to the united states you better believe they were diametrically opposed to the united states and the crazy thing is as USA politicians and the Biden family takes money from the CCP as the more money comes into the to the politicians in America and around the world as the CCP buys more influence around the world. It always seems like the things that they're working on, the initiatives in their country, directly point to the utter demise of the country in which they were buying people off in. 
right? Hmm, yeah. What could be going on there? Here's a great TikTok I saw. I hate TikTok. It's kind of funny how it's on TikTok. This will be taken down, I'm sure. This is from uh, Dylan Page on TikTok, and this sums up what's going on with China right now. Uh, it will probably get uh, taken down because obviously China owns TikTok, but Frankie, roll this clip. Once every five-year conference, while the world is distracted by what's happening in Ukraine, China and Russia have been quietly stockpiling gold at an unprecedented rate, preparing for something massive. They recently announced plans to jointly create a new currency that is backed by gold in a bid to have the world's new reserve currency dethroning the US. And if achieved, would be absolutely catastrophic for the US economy. There and you last go. night, China and amazing. And they talked about that. And in that conference, they talked about the fact that, and I've reported on this in the show, how is Iran, Russia, China, and India now forming an alliance with each other? And we're left with these European squish countries that are all World Economic Forum controlled. And the World Economic Forum is controlled by Oh, what country, Frankie? Oh, you guessed it, China. And oh, Russia's the enemy that we're going to war against and everyone is against. However, China is the country that is doing all this business with Russia. And in the midst of this whole war and this conflict and all that, the ruble, which we talked about yesterday, the Russian currency is up through the roof. And Russia was doing very well despite all these quote-unquote sanctions and then they bombed their own pipeline and they didn't bomb the pipeline because, well, Russia did it to cut off supply. No, they would never do that because they're making money on it. They did that because they want to freeze out their own citizens in the EU countries. It's exactly what's going on, guys. But China right now, as they mount this uh, offensive, as they become stronger in the forefront, as they buy off third world countries like they're buying new shoes, America is more at risk than we ever were before. Why don't our politicians speak out about it? Why don't they do anything about it? The answer is because in some way, shape or form, they're bought out. In some way, shape or form, the big companies, the corporate companies in America, as they try to push us towards this corporatist state, uh, guess what country those companies rely on for a lot of their business? Oh, you guessed it, China, right? Cheap labor, technology, manufacturing, of course. So it's amazing how like, Big companies make sense for these uh, for these globalist leaders because if you work for a big company, you can't speak out, otherwise you get fired. If you work for a big company, labor is cheap because it goes over to China. If you work for a big, if you're involved in big tech or work for a big tech company, China's your best friend. You see all these examples of Zuckerberg and these big tech companies capitulating to China. And TikTok, okay, is literally owned by China. And we've talked a little bit about that on this show, but we're going to do a little throwback here because again, this is when we had a president who actually stood up to China. Here was President Trump. Uh, when remember when he was going to shut down TikTok and people were making fun of him in the United States? Oh, Trump is going to shut down TikTok. We're going to roll this footage, this throwback clip here, and then we're going to talk about where we're at right now and what we've learned since. Maybe just maybe Trump was on the right path about this. Frankie, roll the clip. ByteDance was racing to avoid a crackdown on TikTok after the U.S. Commerce Department said on Friday it would block new downloads and updates to the app from Sunday. U.S. officials had expressed concern that the personal data of as many as 100 million American users were being passed on to the Chinese government. Trump signed an executive order last month giving ByteDance 90 days to sell TikTok. 
Pretty amazing. Uh, we're good there, Frankie. Pretty amazing. So, so Trump did that, talking about bike dance. No other president. What? what where was? Uh, where was anybody else talking about that? Where was any Democrat in Congress talking about that? What has happened since that time, as it pertains to TikTok and as it pertains to China? Now, what ended up happening was bike dance did this partnership thing with some American companies, right? I think was it was it Oracle or, or Walmart. Yeah, it was so, both Oracle and Walmart. Oracle and Walmart went into partnership, but ByteDance still has some type of involvement, and that's where we're at right now. And guys, this is all, and and I always say this: it's like as we a backward slide, as this country becomes worse and worse, as we get more towards socialism, something that Democrat politicians outwardly say they want, it looks more and more like communist China. What do they do in communist China? Everyone wears masks everywhere. What do they do in communist China? Zero COVID policy. You can't get into a business. You can't move about freely unless you have proof and records. Oh, what did they do in New York? They created a vaccine passport system, which exists to this day and around the country. Republicans and Democrats voted in Congress to fund a, they called it uh, immunization infrastructure reporting modernization, blah, 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 bullshit. You know what that is? That's called a federal vaccine database. And that had millions upon millions of dollars to fund that. And I said, why would there be any federal infrastructure for keeping vaccine and immunization records? There's only two people who need to know your immunization records. And that's you, me, and your or my doctor. That's the only person who needs to know. But they continue to do these things, and that is because we are now modeling our society, just like we did with the lockdowns, off of, you guessed the country, China. Here's, this is uh, Majid Nawaz on Joe Rogan's show, talking about the China digital passport system and how America, there are some very similar parallels that are taking shape right now. Frankie, roll the clip. Blim Powell, that's the head of our economy, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, second most powerful person other than the Prime Minister and maybe the Foreign Secretary in the UK, right? He's telling us, I just played it there for you. He's telling us that's what he, as the UK, the head of the G7, want to bring in for the G7. So a scenario where like in New York at the moment, because the, the passport infrastructure is in place, oh. you bring in that digital currency and you've got this total control. Hmm. And if I'm speaking to you the way I'm speaking now, and my employer or government, you heard that in the quote directly, yeah, deems me as saying or doing something inappropriate, suddenly I can't actually pay to come here and speak to you anymore. Oh, wow. Digital currency, as we've been talking about on this show. And what did the Biden regime do? just a couple of weeks ago. Oh, they had unprecedented investments through the regime to invest and explore, oh, you guessed it, digital currency, right? The cryptocurrency markets, exploring making a one centralized digital currency, and they wouldn't abuse that system at all. They aren't already doing it, like debanking Kanye West, like debanking Mike Lindell, like debanking anybody who goes against the narrative, no, no, no. If there was a digital currency for speed and convenience, because that's what they always sell it as, there was a digital currency. One, it would mean absolutely nothing because it wouldn't be backed. Like the dollar right now is worth nothing. It's backed by nothing. And two, they would be able to shut off the spigot at any time. It would be play money. It's literally fake. Numbers on a screen doesn't exist. But guys, this is what they have in China. This is the system. This is the social credit system. And a country that is buying off other countries are probably going to want to see that that country is then made in their image so the horrific things that go on in China become normalized all over the world. And oh, wow, everyone was a conspiracy theorist about TikTok, right? Frankie, throws on the screen. This just came out just over the weekend. TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, which you heard about, plan to use the app to monitor specific 
U.S. citizens' locations. Now, that article went on to say that there was no proof that it ever happened, but they uncovered a plan by the inventors of TikTok, by ByteDance, who are owned by the Chinese government, to spy on certain citizens and use the app to monitor those people. Wow, sounds normal. Yeah, China's not out to get us at all. As Joe Biden said in 2011, a strong and prosperous China is great for the world, right? No, that's when the payments started, okay? That's when Hunter Biden made trip number one out of five. And that's why now Joe and his decrepit brain and what little shred of patriotism he has left for the United States, that is why that old geezer is apologizing. Oh my goodness. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of my crispy unafraid. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie, how we doing? Oh, we're doing. All right, everybody. Hey, appreciate you all watching this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid on this Tuned Up Tuesday. Again, thank everybody for a huge day yesterday. We were smashing records on Rumble. Highest ever on the leaderboard. Highest ever Rumbles in a live stream. One of the highest ever live views we've ever had. Seriously, guys, thank you so much. Let's keep that momentum going. My personal goal is to get over 1,000 live concurrent viewers show. And we're not very far from that. We are getting up to that point, but let's get it consistent. And again, it's not because of me. Obviously I got, you know, the charm and the good looks and so does Frankie and all this, but our success is based on you. And that's why everything we do is to thank our amazing viewers and supporters of LFA TV. And that's why we are just getting started. And we're going to do so much on the show, so much with this program, because it is all about giving you guys a real media platform, a real media outlet that is beholden to nobody. And we're the only platform that has that. And a matter of fact, you guys have been so great that we are going to be doing election night coverage, okay? So mark your calendars, November 8th. You could watch the fake news Fox where they call where they call Arizona early. Oh, oh, you can watch Newsmax where they just cancel Laura Logan. Oh, you can watch any other thing that is linked to some big company that owns them. Or you can watch LFA TV's live coverage with so many amazing people we're going to bring in. It is going to be unlike anything else. The first ever live election night streaming coverage on Rumble, LFA TV, Mike Crispy anchoring it with Jeremy Harrell and all the other amazing people. Oh my God, it's going to be incredible. So spread the word, tell your friends, tell your family. It is going to be, to quote a great man, huge. huge. Oh, I love that, Frankie. Well done. Guys, so we're all thanks. It's all thanks to you guys. And it's thanks to our amazing sponsor. And the sponsor of today's program is new sponsor this week, EnviroCleanse, guys. we If you don't have clean air to breathe or water to drink, what do you have? EnviroCleanse, okay? If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because EnviroCleanse advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illnesses causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification. And now you can order one for your home. This is how you stop colds and flu from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy-inflaming toxins and mold from the air that your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and it promises better sleep. Visit EnviroCleanse.com and use code LFA for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home air purification unit. You'll also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast free shipping. A lot of tongue twisters there, right? Fast free shipping. Uh, that's a $150 savings 
and that is for nothing. So visit EnviroCleanse.com, use code LFA. That's again, EnviroCleanse.com, code LFA. Great savings, guys. Go to that. You spend all this time in your home. Don't you want the air to be pure? Of course, right? We got to be healthy here if we're going to fight these globalists. We need the good people to live, okay? So have clean, nice air flowing in your home. Don't get sick. You know, some a fun fact about your host, I've never been sick before. I've actually had one fever. Yeah, yeah. Frankie doesn't believe, Frankie, I, Frank, I've had one fever in my entire life when I was a young kid, knock on wood. I don't get sick. You know why? Because I, I breathe clean air. I eat relatively good food and I'm mentally tough. So that's what it is, guys. I don't get my- He's Christmas. had a sniffle or here or there. <laughs> so no, he could use some- no, He could no. use some- <laughs> In viral cleanse. <laughs> Never been sick. So, um, uh, but anyway, guys. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we appreciate you so much, guys. Let's rumble this video before we get back into it. Rumble this video. Share the stream. Go to mycrispy.com, everybody. And on social media, okay? At Crispy on Truth Social, at Mike Crispy on Getter, at Mike Crispy NJ on Instagram, also on Twitter. Just pop, pop my name in there anywhere. You'll find the show. Please, guys, just share it. Okay, if we get over 100 shares an episode, literally copy the link, drop it in, share it away, okay? That's two clicks. And then a third click, plus sign on your browser, and the thumbs up on your mobile app, boom. Four clicks, and you get my Crispy Unafraid and LFA TV at the top, right? Pretty easy, Frankie, four clicks. So I'm asking for you guys, Pretty four easy. clicks, and you help us grow to exponential heights. Good deal, good deal. <laughs> All right. All right, we're ready to rock. All right, ready to rock, let's do it. All right, and we are back in five, four, three, two, one. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live on this Tuesday, October 25th. Joined in studio by producer Frankie from New York. And guys, we are talking about the unprecedented assault on our country, all thanks to the CCP buying off spineless, feckless, anti-American globalist politicians. I don't know if they live with the shame, or if they have justified in their mind being bought out by China. But guys, they know no bounds. They will do things. They will contort the media narrative. They will twist reality. They will blame the good while they simultaneously tell people who have real concerns that they are crazy and conspiracy theorists, they will do it without batting an eye. And that goes for every single mainstream media outlet out there today. And a particularly interesting clip that I saw the other day was, you guys saw this thing with Elon Musk with the purchase of Twitter. Now, they do not want this guy to own Twitter. And we have reported on this show about how Elon Musk is good, he's bad, he's a fraud, um, you know, according to Infowars, not where he's a good guy because he's uncontrolled, like what Kanye West says. So, but Elon Musk, I think one thing that we can all agree on is that he does march to the beat of his own drum and is somewhat uncontrollable, right? I think we could all agree on that. But here's the latest on Elon Musk. Now, the Biden administration is looking at taking measures to shut down Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter and take it private. Here's the headline from, I think it was Face the Nation, right, Frankie? Face the Nation, roll this clip. Elon Musk, it's a danger. Not the election fraud going on, not selling out to China, not the them stoking an intentional war and blowing up a pipeline. No, no, no. The real threat to the country right now is Elon Musk buying Twitter and letting conservatives back on. Oh my God, how dare he? Frankie, roll the clip. There is no American more dependent upon the largesse of the Communist Party than Elon Musk. He's the CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, the rocket ships. Bloomberg saying that the administration is going to have to do national security reviews, potentially, of businesses he owns. Sure. So 
how much of a risk is it if this transaction goes transaction goes through? It depends on what they find, I guess. You know, I mean, oh, I think fishing. the issue is is he he already does a lot of defense work, a lot with the rockets and everything else, and is considered very innovative and has done amazing things. The International Space Station is is depends on Elon Musk and his rockets. Um, and so he does a lot of, you know, obviously with transportation, that's another area All right. that's important. Oh, uh, yeah, at. put the put the lesbian on with glasses. That seems to be the authority on everything. Is, is that that tech lady well, who's well, always with the old man in the seats? I, I don't know, Frankie, but it looks like a Rachel Maddow. Everyone's uh, in acolyte. politics now. Everyone, everyone wants to be uh, a short-haired lesbian with glasses commentating on television. It seems like that's the demographic that really... I guess there's people who watch it that are short-haired lesbians. Yeah, I, th- I, I want to say she was. She's like a Silicon Valley girl. Like I remember her. Like who's she, that lady? She interviewed the Steve Jobs, Bill Gates thing. Like when they interviewed together. Like her and that old, I, that other old guy. Producer Frankie's up to date on what's going on. Who is that? But all of a sudden, I'll, I'll tell you what she didn't say. She didn't mention Starlink. Notice that nobody mentioned Starlink. What is Starlink? Oh, Starlink is the satellite-based company that Elon Musk owns that supplies internet to 40 different countries, uh, not in the United States, but in other countries. And what 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 country does Starlink provide? internet access to frankie do you know what country they provide internet access to uh i believe he, he was getting involved with ukraine oh they provide internet <laughs> access to ukraine oh okay so they want to shut it down and elon musk said that if you mess with him essentially that he'll just shut off the access to starlink for ukraine so it's kind of oh my goodness he's a communist right oh guys Here's the thing. Elon Musk has got this leverage, and now they're trying to figure out how to cancel him, right? And whether he's legit or not legit, he's a business guy, and he's making this money, and he controls the internet in Ukraine, which is obviously, you know, allowing Ukrainians to communicate. I always say this about the Ukraine conflict. It's like there are innocent, real people who are in the middle of this, just like if our troops get sent overseas, which inevitably at this point they will because the globalists want to stoke a war— the troops and the people caught in the middle are not the bad people. It is the globalist power structure dynamic that is forcing these things to happen. So good people of Ukraine will get their internet shut down. Elon Musk will be a monster, but they want to shut down his business, which is monsterish in of itself. And that is what they do in countries like China, where they block people from owning companies who they don't like, right? Isn't that amazing? And now the United States government, in more ways than ever before, is behaving like the company that the president's son visited five times without Secret Service help. I mean, come on. We're freaking connecting the dots here. And like, I'm smart, but I'm not like the smartest. And it's like obvious. Okay, maybe I'm the smartest. But, <laughs> Frankie, throw this on the screen here. Guys, this is the state of media today. This is why they're doing, this is why they're doing what they do when they get away with it. Look at the prop. This is, I saw this graph. It's incredible. This is the propaganda multiplier. What do we always do in the show? We always show you clips from, we always show you headlines from the AP and headlines from Reuters. Okay, it's always them. And then it trickles down. And it always seems like these outlets below them have their own spin on the events, okay? And it's like, this is from a slightly conservative bend, but at the same time, Fox News is extolling transgenders who transition at the age of 10. And then you got the Washington Post who puts their spin, NPR who doesn't like a slow monotone voice, but it's no better, BBC, NBC, right? It CNN, it goes on and on and on, but it's, it is all controlled by the, really the aggregators and the distributors, which is Reuters, and AP, I don't know, AFP, what is AFP? Is that like some international one? Um, but that is all controlled at the top by 
the regime, okay? And now that, again, something else we've talked about on this show a lot is the Pentagon being co-opted by actors who have been selling out to the military-industrial complex, right? What do they do when they leave the Pentagon? They go into the defense contracting space. They work with their buddies who worked in the Pentagon. They all make millions of dollars together. Obviously, that would incentivize a war in Ukraine, and we have talked in length about why a war in Ukraine is in the globalist interest on this show, because that is how you cut off the energy supply, and that is how you usher in the new world order, and so on and so on. It's like too easy, guys, to connect the dots. But on the subject of the media and how they control things, the number one thing that they needed to do, and this is why the hysteria has reached an all-time high, this is why people are now awake to this, is because when Donald Trump got elected, it was a fluke, okay? It was a fluke that he got elected, and the media then had to go into overdrive to get this guy out of office. So that is why you saw the hysteria rear its ugly head. Because it is like when you're fighting against somebody and you're like winning a fight and then they like start flailing because like they're on the ropes, okay? That's exactly what we witnessed in Trump v. mainstream media and the globalists. Because he wasn't supposed to get in, he caught him by surprise, and then he's in there. And then they did everything they could to steal the election, sabotage his presidency with the phony Russia hunt, okay? To have the media report about it through those fake news aggregators which we showed. The cycle continued, then they stole the election, then they created these things like, oh, anybody who believes otherwise is a conspiracy theorist, and then to wash away the media attention on election fraud, they staged the false flag operation, which was January 6th. Oh, and then Laura Logan says something like that on Newsmax, and she gets banned from Newsmax. So who can you actually trust? Well, aren't they owned by AT&T? Is, 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 that, that, is that bull? What maybe I've, I've, heard, I've heard some I've heard some. Well, rumors. I think they're privately owned by uh, Ready, but he wants to sell but it. I, or... I feel like once you really you look back, it's like you're CNN, in it. CNN no, no. owns the whole thing. New, New, Newsmax <laughs> canceled uh, Grant Stinchfield because he was too outspoken and independent, right? right. So I I hear from people at Newsmax that they're kind of going wayward, right? They're going mainstream, which you know, come on, the people are going to stop watching that, right? You have a couple of boomers who are left who I haven't realized that they've sold out yet. They'll realize in due time. They'll be here soon. Yeah. Um, but guys, 60 Minutes is an institution that sold out long ago. And over the weekend, 60 Minutes uh, aired a hilarious tearjerker. <laughs> tearjerker with the head of Dominion, okay? This was a puff piece, propaganda, choreographed thing. Anderson Cooper, of course, the guy who gets drunk on New Year's on CNN and makes out with his boyfriend, right? Um, which is like somehow like that's like normal thing. Like that's not weird. So Anderson Is that his boyfriend, that comedian, that other guy? <laughs> I don't know. If not, it's even weirder. Um, it's like two guys flirting with each other on New Year's. It's like who that who actually watches that on New Year's? I right? remember looking at the I looked at the uh, highlights last year because the other guy got too drunk. He started talking crap about Bo Don, Don Lemon too. You just have yeah, that's yeah, true. You just have a bunch of gay people, Don Lemon, Anderson Cooper, Anderson Cooper's boyfriend, um, and they just get on. They get really drunk and they start you know making people uncomfortable and seeing that. But guys, speaking of uncomfortable, uh, for anybody who has half a brain, this will make you uncomfortable. This was a tear-jerking, manufactured production by 60 Minutes on Dominion election fraud. And you better believe that the timing of this 60-minute special is two weeks before the midterms because what do they want to do? What do they want to do? Oh, January 6th. Oh, violence by Trump supporters. Oh, the great diversion and distraction from what actually happened and now how they're wrecking the country. Frankie, roll this hilarious choreographed garbage. Dominion's going to end up in an orange jumpsuit in handcuffs. You <laughs> whores. You cheating pigs. Yeah, good afternoon, scumbags. We're going to blow your Are any of these people up. in the LFA group chat? <laughs> I don't... Wait. 
<laughs> wish to sit here and, and say that this is something that happened 18 months ago. It can't be real. This is something that continues to happen every single day for us. Last Friday, we had an office on lockdown. Hugh, the um, tears. Two days prior to that, I was on a phone call with one of our employees, who's a mother of two, um, very upset and crying. More tears. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's hard to talk about. <laughs> had something been said to her personally? A very disgusting death threat in detail. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anderson Cooper. Yeah, okay. That guy's got saline in his eyes, okay? The whole time he's trying to force his crocodile tears. You notice on cue, a mother of two. You think any of these big CEOs give a damn about their employees underneath? Oh, the mother of two. Also, yeah, I don't, I don't buy it for one second. Nobody would cry about something like that 18 months in advance, right? Oh, 18, like, oh, this happened. No, this was just 18 months ago. Oh, just last Friday, we had to go in lockdown. Yeah, okay, all right. Do you think any of those <laughs> phone calls were real? Or do you think no, they were paid actors? Just like the paid actors we showed you yesterday, right? Oh, Kanye is good, and, you know, death to the Jews, and essentially, again, a false flag, okay? They also did that outside of Turning Point USA, uh, the conference um, that I went to, it was earlier this year, and they had those people out there with, like, the Nazi flags and DeSantis. Yeah, because real Nazis totally show up and wave their flags around. Yeah, totally. And they wave DeSantis things outside Turning Point. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. That is the joke and the fakeness you see in the media continually. It's false flag, it's stage, it's sheer propaganda. It is designed to get the flyby people to feel a certain way and think a certain way when it's actors being portrayed no more authentically than in a movie. And who is the director of the movie, Frankie? Who is the, the director? Oh, you better believe the company that's making all the money of it. Frankie, put the volume up in there. Safeguarding vote by mail. It's impossible to now think that there's widespread fraud in it. At 60minutesovertime.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> sponsored by Pfizer. Oh, you better believe it. It is sponsored by Pfizer. Of course it is. Because that's the company that made hundreds of millions of dollars, right? It was the latest money launder. It used to be Pfizer and the big pharma companies. Now it's Ukraine and the military industrial complex. And small businesses be damned. And it's all at the expense of you. And then they throw out other ridiculous headlines in the, in the spirit of propaganda. Like this one, which I'm showing you guys. Because Frankie and I read this and we're like, huh? So like this is how they think about, this is how they contort narratives, okay? This was a real headline. So real people are going to read this in passing and go, oh, wow, that's crazy. But they got to think about the reality of this here. Okay. Judge, Trump signed court documents that knowingly included false voter fraud stats. Okay. Knowingly. By who? Oh, by President Trump. You think President Trump knowingly thought they were false? Because I don't think a bone in President Trump's body believes that the election was legitimate. So you're telling me that this report has confirmed that Donald Trump actually knows that what he signed was fake and that the election was legitimate. And Donald Trump signed those documents knowing that the numbers that were shown were false. Because the numbers that they are giving are legit. All the people who registered at an empty lot, all the dead people who voted, all the fake and duplicate and triplicate mail-in ballots. No, President Trump didn't take any of that into account. As a matter of fact, in his brain, when he was signing these documents, Politico wants you to know that they know, that he knows, that everybody else would know, but he didn't want them to know that he was signing a document with fake numbers. See how stupid it is, guys? Like, what? A joke. But people will, like, read that and go, oh, 
President Trump knew the election was legit. It's like, come on. Like, even if you're in the middle on this issue, okay, even if you're in the middle and you haven't woken up to the fact yet that they stole the election like they do in third world countries, you'd say, well, President Trump definitely believes it was stolen. But now they're trying to convince people to believe that Trump knew it wasn't stolen. He signed the document and it's all a sinister plot because he thinks his supporters are stupid. Guys, they are stupid for thinking that we will fall for that. And I'm not stupid and you're not stupid. But they always try to make, again, that was one of the things I miss from the Trump presidency. It was always like, oh, the supporters are so dumb. They're getting fooled. They're getting swindled. It's like, nope, I'm pretty, I'm pretty smart. I almost cursed. Like, I'm pretty smart. I do better than 99% of these squids you see, especially the ones with the blue-haired freaks, okay? And like, oh, I'm, I'm getting fooled. I'm getting the ruse. I'm getting the tax cuts and there's no war. And huh, they're fooling. They're pulling the wool over my eyes. Give me a break. Remember that, guys? The number one thing I missed from the Trump years was when the media said that, oh, the Trump supporters are just getting manipulated. Yeah, okay, we're getting manipulated. Yeah, getting manipulated into prosperity. What a joke. <laughs> but the next one, guys, oh, in the spirit of getting manipulated, while this is going on, what are they doing behind the scenes? Oh, they're still fighting in the courts to extend the absentee mail-in ballot scheme that started unconstitutionally with COVID. So what are they doing in the New York governor election now? Oh, it's a really close election. Lee Zeldin might win. Kathy Hochul hasn't campaigned once. I haven't seen one rally, one show of support. We do this show in New York. I haven't seen one Kathy Hochul lawn sign driving to the studio ever. And I see 10 Lee Zeldin signs a day. I've not seen one person speak out for Kathy Oakle or one group or event in support of her. Oh, when Biden was running for president, he couldn't have an events. He couldn't have events because of COVID. Oh, but wouldn't all of Kathy Hochul's supporters, in theory, be vaccinated? And didn't they tell us that vaccination stops the spread? So wouldn't Kathy Hochul be having these massive rallies in New York? Oh, but she's nowhere to be found, and they want to push the mail-in voting scheme because that's their only way to win in New York when it's close. Guys, they can't cheat when it's overwhelmed like what happened in 2016, but they could cheat when it's close. So that got overturned. It was a big win for conservatives, but it was obvious. It shouldn't even have had to have been a contest, okay? They want to cheat their way to win. Now, last thing here on this segment, uh, Anthony Fauci will have to testify, and we're going to monitor this story, but just wanted to pop it on the screen. Anthony Fauci is going to have to testify on COVID-19 big tech collusion. Um, there was a lawsuit uh, by Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, who's now running for Senate, and Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry. They sued the Biden administration in May this year, arguing that the Biden White House and Fauci censored free speech uh, or any content that's criticized information on lockdowns, mass mandates, and vaccine mandates. And now Fauci will have to give sworn testimony, um, I believe under oath, right? So he's going to have to do that. And uh, that's going to be very interesting. And we're going to watch and see how that unfolds. And if our justice system uh, still holds water, right? It's literally the last thing we have in our country. And in many cases, some justices like Roberts are on the court and they were put there by Bush and they're totally corrupt. So guys, that's what we're watching right now. Crazy stuff. The media is not your friend. Lying, manipulative scumbags, but they think we're stupid, right? And we'll totally buy it. Yeah. Okay. Sure. This network is the only real one left, and we are just getting started, as always, as I always like to say. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more. Do not go anywhere. Mike Crispy Unafraid. All right, Frankie. All right. All right, how we doing? We're running. All right, we are running. Guys, uh, they call that the slurp when I do the slurp. Like when Jeremy does the slurp, I'm thirsty, okay? I'm talking, I'm talking. 
Um, guys, do me a favor as we're going right now. Keep the momentum of this show flowing and rumble this video. That is the plus sign on your browser. That is the thumbs up on your mobile app. You take the little link, okay, at the top or the little share. You take that link, you post it on your social media account, and you spread this show. Easy. Four different clicks, and you're putting our show and LFA TV to the moon. That's all it takes. Pretty easy, right, Frankie? Pretty easy. Pretty easy. It's all pretty, you got to do. Pretty easy. Per, please, guys. It's easy. Now, we don't have time every day to show the live chats. Uh, we were doing live chats yesterday. Um, today, we do not have time, but because we're running a little behind. But I want to tell you guys that I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I'm so grateful. Yesterday, our views and our rumbles were through the roof. And today, we're having a really good day as well. So, guys, keep rumbling this video. I want to get, I want to see a day where we get the 700 rumbles a live show. We, we hit 600. That's a huge milestone for this show. 600 rumbles in a live stream. Get us to 700. And, guys, huge things coming. Huge things coming on November 8th. It is going to be election day. Election Day. And LFA TV is going to do the first ever, I call it Unchained Election Night. Not Fox News calling Arizona. Not Newsmax is totally bought out and co corrupted. Not any of the other channels that have a deal with Dish Network. And what way do you think the CEO of Dish Network leans? Or the liberal, liberal advertisers who uh, pull their strings, right? OAN is now run by 17-year-olds, right? OAN is, I mean, guys, OAN, just, they don't spend any money. I mean, they got a bunch of, their production quality they got, is trash. <laughs> they got a bunch of 16-year-olds working for them. Okay, if you want real, and listen, good OAN has done good work, but like they're kind of they're kind of pulling out, you can tell, right? Good people. They need but, a couple producer yeah, Frankies they, over Well, there. the problem with OAN, they do, and they need a, reporters who have uh, hit puberty. But the problem with OAN is that they were tied to AT&T, and then when AT&T threw them off, OAN went down through the tubes. So OAN are good, good people doing good work, but they were beholden to the wrong people. It's like a house. You can't build the house on a bad foundation, otherwise it collapses. LFA TV is the only house built on a rock-solid rumble foundation. Boom, you like that. Oh, so that. on November 8th, election coverage, we're going to have all sorts of guests from all over the country, from every campaign headquarters there is. All amazing people, household names, election experts coming in, breaking it down, all the LFA hosts, you name it, it's going to be anchored by yours truly with producer Frankie. We're already starting to talk about it. We're going to put on a show. So guys, tune in on November 8th. You are not going to want to miss this historic milestone for LFA TV. It's going to be pretty amazing. Really pretty excited amazing. about really that. Really excited. Frankie's already getting to work, already getting to work on all the stuff. Um, guys, also, last thing before we roll back into it, download the podcast, Okay. I know every time you can't listen to this show live, 12 o'clock in the middle of the day, you got things to do, but never miss an episode of what we're doing. Very simple to never miss it. On your cell phone, okay, if you have an iPhone, go to the podcast app, punch in my name, Mike Crispy, punch in Unafraid. You can download the show, subscribe to it. Now, if you don't have an iPhone, go to Spotify, okay? Spotify, punch in Mike Crispy, Unafraid. You can subscribe on both platforms, and that helps the show grow exponentially as well. Never miss a minute of what we're doing. You could be at the gym. You could be on a run. You could be in the car. You could be listening to the show. If you can't watch our show, it's the next best thing to watching the video, right? So, all right, Frankie. Listen, Alrighty. guys, appreciate you. All right, let's roll back into it. And uh, rumbles and views, guys. Rumble this video. Rumble this video. Rumble and share. Social media at Crispy on Truth, at my Crispy on Getter. Mike Crispy and Jay on Instagram. You guys know how to find me. Just pop in my name everywhere. I love talking to you guys. It literally fires me up. All right, Frankie, let's do it. All righty, and we are on in five, four, three, two. One. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here coming to you live on this Tuesday, October 25th. 
And guys, we have exposed in this episode how the CCP owns the Biden regime. We have exposed how they're trying to make our country look more and more like communist China and less and less America as it was in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, before it started to be utterly sold out. And when President Trump was wrangling it back from globalist control. But now we are on our last stand. We are at the midterm elections. And these midterm elections are truly the final stand that we have to save our country. It's going to be in 2022, taking back the Congress, and in 2024, taking back the White House. It's never been so important. And the Democrats are running with a message that I think is just fundamentally disingenuous. It is incredible what they are running on. It goes to show you that in the modern era, unless they are shipping in votes from illegal immigrant countries or buying votes with these incentive programs to fool people in the inner cities, or getting the demented baby kill lobby to come out and yell and scream and kill people into voting, they have no platform. Here's Nancy Pelosi on MSNBC, her propaganda arm, with the opportunity to present some semblance of a platform. And all she could do is say, Trump, orange man bad, give a one word answer, pause, and then count down the days, I guess, to her 84th birthday. Yeah, Frankie, roll it. You have democracy on the ballot. <laughs> All right, take it to the bank. I have to ask you about the January 6th committee. On Friday, they officially subpoenaed Donald Trump. Do you think he'll actually appear for the deposition? And what does it say to the American people if he doesn't? I don't think he's man enough to show up. <laughs> what was? I'm sorry, Madam Speaker. I, I, I and that's it. Oh, I don't think he's man enough to show up. She doesn't know what else to say because she knows deep down in her mind that it is a sham political committee. There is no other justification she could give for bipartisanship or the spirit of the country or anything except for, I don't think he's man enough to show up. Yeah. Lowest common denominator, low IQ answer there by Nancy. Just like when Joe Biden said the thing about illegal immigrants, when the, the Spanish reporter asked him about, uh, what was it, Frankie? It was about illegal, about uh, uh, the, uh, letting illegal immigrants in. And he, what what was that? What was that thing? Are you talking about with the coyotes? No. What, remember when the debate moderator was like, oh, would you allow the... the oh, just the softball answer? And the, then he's like, no. Oh, we didn't like, would you send illegal, uh, uh, criminal, undocumented migrants back? And he's like... No. Just like Nancy Pelosi there. Oh, do you think he'll show up and testify? No. It's what these old geezers in the Democrat Party love to do because they know what they're saying is so disingenuous that all they can do is give a one-word answer. And they're not very smart and they're puppets. They're being controlled, so they don't really think that much to begin with. But that's all they can do. Nancy Pelosi knows that the committee is a sham. And the one thing that the committee is designed for, not to get to the bottom of January 6th, it is designed to take a certain substrata of the voting electorate and have them be manipulated and think it's actually an issue for the country. And you better believe that there is still... I know 20, 30% of the electorate who actually think that that's the issue of our time is that Donald Trump had an insurrection because they fall for the false flag and the subsequent fodder and fire, um, you know, essentially uh, everything they've been able to do subsequent to that. And it all happened because the feds did their own insurrection, the feds insurrection. And now for years and years, it has been the spark plug for Pelosi to demonize Trump because that's the only thing this modern Democrat party can run on is villainizing Trump. Oh, also, you know what they can run on? They can run on the fact that in, as the world is spiraling out of control, Joe Biden is the tallest midget. The United States in inflation it's actually doing better in the United States than anywhere else because the numbers they report, I'm sure, are totally accurate, right? Here's Joe Biden telling you just that. 
inflation rate than most any nation in the any other nation in the world. But we- <laughs> yeah, the United States has a lower inflation rate than, than, than any nation in the world. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, man, it gets it, worse and it, worse. It really does get worse and worse because here's the thing. Do you guys think those inflation numbers are real? Like, oh, the inflation number is 9%, they tell us. Oh, it's the best in the world. <laughs> well, first of all, how do we know it's 9%? I, I hear reports that it's actually like 18%. You guys tell me how much more you're paying. The heating and energy bills are up 30%. You see diesel fuel, we only have a 20-day supply. Oh, but inflation's only up 9%. I don't buy it. They can report whatever number they want out of the White House and manipulate the data. They manipulated the results of an election. You don't think they can manipulate the inflation numbers? Because you know what they do? It's like, literally, it's the thing. It's like, they wear you down. They wear you down. They take your freedom slowly. They take your freedom slowly. They tell you it's 8%. They tell you it's 5%. Then it's only 11%. Then it's a little bit. Then it's for the war. It's not going to be permanent. And then we end up three years later going, what the hell happened? Just like we did with 15 days to slow the blanking, blanking, I'm not going to curse, spread. Okay? That was good. I'm not going to be like our friend Antonio Sabato. <laughs> like, so, I, you just... Just that is that's what it is. So it is a repeat of that, just in a different form, repackaged. It's exactly what it is, guys. It is exactly what it is. But this is what the Democrats are going for in the midterm races, and their propaganda arms in the mainstream media are telling you that Republicans are insurrectionists and they are the party of peace. They do it with a straight face. And my favorite place to get my news, yeah, haha, is on the View, where Senator Ted Cruz was on the other day. And he sparred with Whoopi Goldberg. And listen to this exchange. But not Did you Democrat. Win? No, you know, here's the thing. We may not like when Republicans win, but we don't go and we don't storm. Uh-huh. We don't try to change. But we'll go to the did I miss an entire year of Antifa riots where cities across this country kind of were burning and, and police cars well, were being yeah, firebombed? You Your position is the left doesn't engage in violence, really? No, they wanted to. I'm our saying. All right. Oh, oh. Whoopi Goldberg just said, I don't know what an Antifa riot is. That top, first of all, what is Whoopi Goldberg's outfit? She looks like <laughs> she looks like a drunk judge. She looks like if she dressed up for Halloween as a judge, you know, like a costume. You know, like, what does she, Count Dracula? Like, what? That's rough. Like, what is this outfit? That is rough. <laughs> so amazing, guys. This is real. This is real television. This is what they tell you is a legitimate source. Oh, I don't know what Antifa riots are. Tell that to David Dorn's family. Tell that to everybody, the black business owners who get their businesses destroyed. Oh, Whoopi, you're exactly what Kanye West says you are, a black figurehead paid off to manipulate the rest of your community because you're a bought-off sellout by the white liberal. That's exactly what you are. That is an example of it more than anything. Because what did BLM do? They destroyed cities, mostly inner cities, and destroyed the black communities and business owners. Oh, but Whoopi Goldberg says it didn't exist. That literally tops the MSNBC reporter saying, oh, it's a peaceful protest as the buildings were burning up in flames behind him. Guys, it is a joke. But speaking of midterm strategy jokes, we're going to go out to Arizona right now where Katie Hobbs, who's the one who's locking herself in the bathroom to avoid reporters, and then her her, uh, communications guy comes in. He locks himself in the bathroom to avoid reporters. It's incredible. Katie Hobbs has a ad that she's running in Arizona right now that she's very proud of because it's literally pinned on the top of her Twitter profile. And this is the dumbest Waste of millions of dollars. This is how you know they have nothing to run on, okay? This is literally how you know. This takes the cake, before we roll it, as the worst ad 
you have ever seen in an election cycle. When you have nothing to run on, when you have no platform, when you know every view you have is unpopular by more than 50% of the electorate, you resort, I guess, to ads like this. Frankie, roll it. Lake serious about secession? Arizona GOP gubernatorial nominee Carrie Lake even seemed to endorse secession. Yep, she's serious. We need to fire the federal government. So what will a Lake secession cost you? Seniors lose Social Security checks and Medicare benefits. Two million Arizonans lose their health insurance. The narrator's like, Six military is what you bases give me? closed. <laughs> the National Guard disbanded. Carrie Lake's serious about secession, and that's seriously dangerous. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. What a waste that of is money. The oh, she said, we need to fire the federal government. Oh my God. Gasp. How dare she? She is a secessionist. <laughs> First of all, people, the, you know what the confidence is in Congress right now? About 20%. So most people think we do need to fire the federal government. And that was like the soundbite they used as like the number one be damned, Carrie Lake, for secession. Guys, that is incredible, okay? So that is the easiest way to waste millions of dollars. You see it by Katie Hobbs right there. Bold strategy, Katie. I guess your internal polling that you don't want to admit to anybody shows that most people think the election was not legit, that most people are not for killing babies and ripping them out of the womb late-term abortion style, which you support. Most people actually know that January 6th is not an issue that anybody cares about, and most people know that the Biden regime's policies are intentional inflicting harm to tank the country. And guess what? The southern border too, Katie, which you think is a humanitarian thing? Maybe people on the border Border in Arizona know it's ravishing their families and causing chaos and crime. But nope, Carrie Lake wants to secede. Who would believe that BS? And who would believe? And this is something that's happening tonight, guys. Little plug for tonight. I urge you all to watch the Fetterman Dr. Oz debate. That's tonight, right, Frankie? Yeah, it is. Uh, I believe it is tonight. Yeah. Drinking game tonight. <laughs> ha have to. So they are debating. Yeah, 25th. So the, d the debate is tonight. And John Fetterman will have an earpiece, just like me. John Fetterman will have a, uh, a computer talking to him, just like, well, I have a TV monitors and stuff. John Fetterman will have an earpiece and a television and a screen and words popping up. And remember the days where people were debating and they're like, oh, Hillary Clinton has an earpiece in her ear. Oh, Donald, oh, they're getting fed lines and this and that. Guys, John Fetterman literally will stand up there with half a robot supporting his debate. And people are expecting that to be legit and on the up and up. And then you tell me people are going to see that and that Democrats can win without stealing the election and having, you know, 160% turnout in the Philly, uh, in inner city Philadelphia, which is what happened with, with uh, Joe Biden. He got more votes than Barack Hussein Obama in Philadelphia. Yeah, give me a break. You think that Fetterman's going to smash that record in Philly because all the inner city blacks want to vote for big giant vegetable John Fetterman? Yeah, okay. That's what's coming. We're like telegraphing it like Nostradamus here on Mike Crispy afraid ridiculous so stick around for that tonight that debate i mean watch that um wish we can go live on that but we'll be we'll be ready to break that down on wednesday but all right guys we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back to wrap up the show do not go anywhere on my crispy unafraid all right frankie that's gonna be good yeah i wish we can go live for that one. um yeah well we'll uh we'll uh we'll be uh you know we'll be have that november 8th coverage which will be incredible um guys that election coverage tell everybody you know spread the word lfa tv on election night it is going to be unreal guys you know what else is unreal you guys because you guys are incredible supporters of ours we cannot do this without you this show is growing to new leaps and bounds <laughs> hiccuping in all part large part all part Thanks to you guys. So guys, it's very easy to support the show. First, 
rumble this video. That is the plus sign on your browser, right? The little plus under the stream and the thumbs up on the mobile app, okay? Then I need you to go to MikeCrispy.com. Go to MikeCrispy.com. We have so many ways to shop and support our show. You can go to my pillow, okay? My store, all different products, promo code CRISPY. Go shop at MyPillow.com for any household good. MyStore.com for any good you can get, household, anything. MyPillow, MyStore, promo code CRISPY. Also, guys, my favorite sponsor, Patriot Cigar Company, okay? Holidays are coming up. You want to buy a gift for a Patriot, freedom-loving, alpha male, red-blooded Patriot who loves a good smoke every now and again? Patriot Cigar Company, MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code CRISPY. 15% off your order. Great product made by great patriots. Go there. I smoke them every Friday after we're done with a killer week on this show to celebrate the success that we're having because of our amazing fan base. So guys, 50% off your order. Use promo code CRISPY, mypatriotcigars.com. And after this, stick around for Anna Perez's show. Wrong thing. I think she's back live today. I think she's back live. I know she was pre-recording because she had some technical difficulties, but I believe her show is back live today. That show had a record day yesterday, so make sure you tune into her show. Uh, really good, out-of-the-box thinking by Anna. She's a star in the making, and that show is going to be amazing. Um, and our election night coverage is going to be amazing. Huh, Frankie, you're excited for it? Getting ready? You know it. <laughs> All right. All right, Frankie, let's do it. All right. We are on in five, four, three, two. One. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy here. It has been a wild episode of this show here on this Tuned Up Tuesday edition. China literally owns the country. Guess what? The media is a propaganda arm, just like they are in communist China. And we, the American people, they want you to believe that you're stupid, that you're being manipulated. Oh, you can break free. Oh, Trump supporters are in a cult. Remember that? Yeah. Well, you know what the left is in the cult of? They're in the cult of Dr. Fauci, okay? It's a satanic cult, you could argue. They are in the cult of Dr. Fauci, okay? And they pray at the altar of Pfizer and the urgent care clinics where you get your vaccine and you poison your body. But guys, Anthony Fauci has been pushing poisonous drugs for years. We're gonna start this uh, end of segment here. This is Anthony Fauci pushing, we have this clip here, Frankie, this is Anthony Fauci when the AIDS epidemic, epidemic broke out. This is him pushing a very dangerous vile drug. Anthony Fauci, guys, has been conditioned to push drugs from the government that harm you. Frankie, roll this clip. As quickly as possible to address this issue and expand the, uh, the indication for, for AZT. He didn't even blink. This was entirely second nature to him to unblinkingly get on television night after night and speak of this incredibly toxic chemical and i mean really toxic people with asymptomatic hiv infection since azt is a, is a drug that's already on the market physicians can can at their discretion prescribe it for whatever it is that they want to prescribe it for Oh, that's great. Look at Anthony Fauci with all the microphones. Guys, he didn't just pop out of nowhere. He was he, never a good-looking guy, I'll he, say that. What? No, no. He's always been a little angry elf. He has been do, ready for this moment his entire life. Oh, he's a good doctor. We trust him. Yeah, okay. That's what people who thought they were moderates were saying in the middle. Yeah. You know who trusted people like Anthony? You know who trusted people like Anthony Fauci? People like this guy, okay? This is Richard Rowe. Who's Richard Rowe? Oh, he was a Florida House representative candidate uh, down there for the state house in Florida. And this guy in August said, let me be clear. 
This is what he posted on Facebook, political candidate in Florida, lefty. Let me be clear, viewer discretion advised language. I do not give a fuck what happens to anti-vaxxers. I don't. Let Darwin do his work. They helped to kill 700,000 Americans. I do not have the pity or tears to spare for any of them. It is all dried up now. Sorry, at this point, I am hoping they feel one-tenth of the pain they've caused everyone else. The kids will be fine. They're going to suffer. And I fucking well think they've earned it. Wow. Wishing harm on children who do not get a vaccination and their parents, Richard Rowe. You know, Richard Rowe kind of looks like the guy who um, Kyle Rittenhouse killed, right? I guess all freak, lib, uh, probably pedophiles, I guess they all kind of have this look. But guys, let's check in on the status of Richard Rowe. Um, Frankie, oh, what, what? What do you know? Oh, what do you know, Richard Rowe? Oh, yes, Richard Rowe. So after you saw that, what did Richard Rowe do? Richard Rowe then went out to post and say, yeah, I'm mostly here for personal ego. I already had COVID last year, so I'm not worried about catching it. But I want to maintain my smug sense of moral, intellectual superiority while making fun of Darwin anti-vaxxers. It's actually pretty noble, really, said Richard Rowe as he gloated about getting a experimental drug after he had the common cold. Yeah, smart guy. So now we're going to fast forward to Richard Rowe um, and... oh. Uh, what a shame. What a shame. Florida House District 23 progressive candidate and my friend Richard Rowe died unexpectedly. He passed away Thursday following a medical episode while walking his dog. My thoughts are with the family and loved ones of Richard. And that was back in November um, of last year. Wow. Poor Richard Rowe. I feel no sympathy because he witched death on us. So Richard Rowe, rotten hell, Richard Rowe, where Anthony Fauci will join you one day after that. It is people like that that is leading to real children, real people having medical problems because they got bullied into taking an experimental drug. I saw Frankie's face light up when I said rotten hell. But you know what? There is a special place in hell for people who pushed that on others and force them into it. I have no pity because you know what this show is called? My Chris Beyond Afraid because I'm not afraid to say it because everybody, the only thing we have left in this country that keeps us free is the free flowing of truthful, real, bold, authentic, and unafraid information. That's what we pledge to you on the show. I appreciate you all so much. As I always say, we are just getting started on My Chris Beyond Afraid. Stay tuned. We got a big show tomorrow. Have a great day.